Welcome to the Celebration Church Podcast. We are so glad you've joined us and we hope you are encouraged by today's message. Family in sacred space. That's the the culture of the kingdom. And that's what I wanna talk to you about uh, for a few moments uh, today. Y'all know who I'll preach now? I've already changed my message three times. I don't change it. I just, I just know I'm not going to get to all of it. So I got to be led of the Holy Spirit. Hey, which part do I need to hit? Because <laughs> I could go for a long time. But y'all know I won't. Today. Also, I want to talk to you about in this heart for the house. What I want us to look at is this kingdom culture and, and our heart and see God's heart and how important it is for us to express this because that is how God gets glory. And what I believe, one of the things God's doing, I know, I mean, one of the big works, huge works that he's done in me this year is, you know, I used to be like, yes, I wanna give God glory and, and give God the glory. Now it's like, it's a passion for the glory of God. It's a, it's a passion for Jesus. You know, as I, I communicated to you guys, after that Passover night, like I felt like I, I was giving Jesus his church back. And I look back that there were things, you know, that I had taught, all good intentions and all that, but it just wasn't in the right context. And there were things that were very sacred to God that we had kind of made common. Yeah? And that... Uh, um, we just needed to shift as how it's presented in Scripture. Can I have a good amen to that? And that all Scripture matters. I would have said before, of course all Scripture matters. But, you know, we really don't need to do these kind of how it's laid out. And this is kind of done this way. But all Scripture matters. Amen. So uh, let's talk about kingdom culture. And then remember, we have prayer at the end. We keep the altars open. We, have, uh, we always have a place for repentance, for restoration, and also revival. Just need an extra prayer. And then we have the Lord's table at the altar uh, as well. We, we serve communion. And so there'll be time for that at the end. Are y'all ready? Father, we thank you. This is your house. Lord, it's your house, but it's also our house. And Lord, we want to have your heart for your house in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Put up uh, Ephesians 2. Let's go through Ephesians 2 real quick. Are y'all ready? And try to get to Ephesians 3. If not, we'll get to it uh, next week or something. It says, look, and you were dead in the trespasses and sins in which you once walked, following the course of, the, of this world, following the prince of the power of the air. That's obviously Satan and the, the, his, his evil, um, the, the kingdom of darkness, the cosmic forces of evil, following the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that is now at work in the sons of disobedience. Look at this, among whom we all once lived in the passions of our flesh, carrying out the desires of the body and the mind, and were by nature children of wrath like the rest of mankind. Can you thank God for his love 
and his mercy <laughs> and his grace. Wow, look, but God being what? Rich in mercy because of the great what? Love, very important, we're gonna get to this. The culture of the kingdom is love. That's the culture. Jesus says the world's gonna know you not by your great services, not by you know, your, your mesmerizing messages. The world's gonna know you by your love for one another. You know what Jesus' prayer for the church in John 17, that they would be one. Well, how, how do we become one? Well, it starts with covenant because the purpose of covenant is family, right? So now through the blood of Jesus, we, we are one family. And now we start this process of coming into what the Bible calls the unity of the faith. And the more we get, if you wanna say join together, the more our members, that's why when we take the Lord's table, his body was broken for us that his body could be whole, come back together. We remember him and he remembers, puts us back together in unity. We forgive. We're in a, a greater kingdom. We don't live by the principles of this world. It says, look, even when we were dead in our trespasses, he made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and, and look, and raised us up with him and seated us where? Seized with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So right now Jesus is sitting at the right hand of the Father in the heavenly kingdom. There's a culture in that heavenly kingdom and through the Holy Spirit, right? So now we, the blood of Jesus makes us sacred space. We're forgiven. Now we're part of this heavenly kingdom, but we're still living on the earth. So, but the Holy Spirit from heaven that can now fill us so that, watch, we can demonstrate the kingdom of God that is in heaven on this earth. And Paul is very clear that the kingdom of God is not just demonstrated in word, but in power, okay? So look at this. Thank you for the grace of God. This is real important that the Jewish people need to know that because they were God's special Peter. Peter. They were God's, I was thinking of the apostle Peter. They were God's special people. So that was the big thing about how the gospel opened up to the Gentiles that we're gonna talk about in a second. And people like Peter and the Jews were like, wait, we're, we're God's special people. We've been you know, carrying his commandments and all that. And, and Paul's like, no, 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 we're, we're not, we're not saved because of the things we do, we are saved because of who God is, and he has opened up salvation and entrance to the kingdom. Watch. Grace, it's the mercy, we just looked at him, the mercy and grace of God that give you access to the kingdom. You following me? Look, it says, and then he goes on and he says, look, it's, it's not a result of, of works and uh, so that no one may boast. But look at 10, for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for what? Good works. You're created for good works. You are created for demonstration. What am I supposed to demonstrate? Like, you know, be nice to people? Yeah, that's good. Being nice is good. What else am I supposed to demonstrate? Like, you know, not uh, cuss when my football team loses. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. 
had to repent of that last night. No, I didn't. Yeah, and you know, I need to work on my marriage. I need to love my wife. You know, I need, need to, whatever. I need to stop uh, drinking so much. Like, like, yes, yes. Behavior is important, but re remember this. Jesus didn't die to make bad people good. He died to make dead people alive. Okay? And watch, behavior is part of that. But what I'm saying is, we have elevated personal behavior to everything. It's personal behavior, but it's more than that, okay? It's about demonstrating love and showing the holiness, the otherness, the sacredness, the supernatural, about demonstrating the love of God to the world so that this kingdom the heavenly kingdom advances in this earthly realm as much as possible until one day Jesus returns and he's not returning as the suffering servant. He's returning as a king. Yeah? It says king of kings, lord of lords, and you know what he returns to? Make war and judge. That wrath scripture we just read a few times ago, <laughs> that's why it's so important that we be about the kingdom business right now and that people watch. Here's the thing. We, of course, and as many people as possible, we want them to be on the right side of judgment when our king returns. Yeah, because God loves everyone. He wants everyone to be saved. He's whosoever will. He, his, his mercy, his grace, he's, he's, re, he's, he's, he's calling to humanity, but we have a big part to play in that until Jesus returns and, and then even after that during his millennial reign because watch if we're see part of the kingdom of heaven on this earth is we're in training because the heavenly kingdom is going to be a reality on the earth when Jesus returns he's going to he's going to reign the bible says with an iron scepter on the earth there's going to be other natural human beings will be resurrected thank you Jesus they'll have to worry about dying and stuff they won't be, the devil will be bound. They, it'll be like, it'll be like it, how it was supposed to be in Eden, so to speak, more or less. And humanity will repopulate the earth again, but we will have our resurrected bodies. We will be like Jesus, yeah? He'll rule and reign from Jerusalem. That's why Jerusalem's important. When you pray for the peace of Jerusalem, you know what you're praying for? You're praying for the Prince of Peace to return. That's Jesus' city. Yeah? It's fascinating over there to Gentiles like me. But that's his, that's like home base. That's why we're gonna offer trips over there so you, you, everybody can get familiar with home base because if you're saved and you're part of the heavenly kingdom, guess what? You're gonna, you, you're gonna be going there a whole lot over the, uh, when, when, when the Lord returns, however that looks. 
Okay. Am I too, getting too heavy for y'all? So look, okay. Go to the next verse. Therefore, remember, everybody say remember, that at one time you Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcision, so that's Israel or the Jews, called the uncircumcision by what is called the circumcision, which is made in the flesh by hands. Remember that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Go back. Okay, we need to remember this. Okay, watch. We're the strangers, not Israel. America's the stranger, not Jerusalem. Jacksonville is, if you want to, if you want to say the, 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 the strange city, Jerusalem is God's city. And what we, we do, it's, it's, it's interesting. I've just seen this, how like, like, like Israel or the Jews, like, man, they're strange. They're what, no, we're t- from the kingdom of heaven, we're the strange ones. But come on, I'd rather be strange and saved. <laughs> so watch, here's why I'm saying this. What are we, we become the Jewish? No, we're not Jewish. You're not gonna meet anybody more Gentile than me. But the kingdom of heaven is what we're to demonstrate Okay, so we have to understand the gospel is what? For the Jew first. We were the ones that were strangers to the commonwealth. What is that? Government, kingdom. We don't understand kingdom, right? So we have to, we, there, there's things that we have to, to learn about this heavenly kingdom, the meta narrative of the covenants, because that's how your, your understanding and your love goes, goes deep. We, we had no hope. We were, we were without God in the world. Look at this, keep going. It says, but now in Christ Jesus, you, were, you who were once far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. Can you thank Jesus for his blood? Look at this. For he himself is our peace He has made us both, Jew and Gentile, made us both one and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall of hostility by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in in ordinances that he might create in himself one new man in the place of two, so making peace. Stay right there, stay right there. So look, here's what the blood of Jesus is. This is not talking about, oh, Jesus destroyed the commandments, so now I can commit adultery. Now I can lie. Now I can kill people. That's not what it's talking about. It's talking about all of the ordinances that separated the Jews with how they could relate to the Gentiles. Do you see what I'm saying? Because God had to protect, watch, his culture from these hostile pagan, child sacrifice, lustrations. We've talked about from all of these evil cultures, he had to separate and protect them. You've got to stay away from them, right? He had to do that until Jesus could come. Could come. And now what he's saying is, guess what? All of those walls, no, the cross knocked those all down. Those ordinances, guess what? 
Come on, it's neither Jew nor Gentile. We're all one in the blood of Jesus. There's one new man. Isn't that awesome? So we're the children of Abraham. But that's why it's kind of important to learn about Abraham, right? (laughs) You see, there's this kingdom culture, things like that. So watch. Keep going, keep going. Look, that he might reconcile us both to God in one body through the cross there by killing the hostility. Thank you, Jesus. And he came and preached peace to you who are far off and peace to those who are near. For through him, we both have access in one spirit to the Father, right? We're all in one kingdom. We're all one family. Now, we serve one God, watch. We have one kingdom culture, a heavenly culture. That heavenly culture is established through covenant, which brings family, and then it's established through sacred space. I'm gonna show you this. It says, look, uh, so look, for through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you're no longer strangers. Can everybody say amen? You're no longer aliens. Can everybody say amen? But you are fellow citizens. We're all citizens of the kingdom of heaven. We're all, the Bible says we are ambassadors. This is a room full, and wherever we're meeting today, this is a room full of ambassadors. This is like the United Nations in the family of God, the Jacksonville Embassy outpost. And you're not only an ambassador, and you're not only a representative, but you're also the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You're also a priest. We're a kingdom of priests under God, okay? In the kingdom of God, listen, this, this family, it, it's, it's also a nation. It's a holy nation. It's consecrated. It's set apart to God. We're not like the social clubs. We're not like go, going to, you come in here, it's not like going to the movies. This is a consecrated, holy place, and we gather as the family of God Oh, I wish somebody ought to praise. Look, household of God. Everybody see household? Heart for the house. Keep going. Look, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets and Christ Jesus himself being the cornerstone. What is the foundation of the Faith, the foundation of the Christian faith, the foundation of all truth faith, Jesus himself, the preexistent son of God, the son of God who took on human flesh and died for our sins and rose again, and the son of God that's coming back to to convert, watch, the heavenly kingdom, it's also gonna engulf the earth. Why didn't just God just do all this? Why didn't he do this? Right? Can I tell you something? Doesn't God just own everything? Can he just like, can we just chill out? And Jesus loves us, forgives us. We're gonna, we're gonna go to heaven, right? Roll around the tulips up there. That's what eternal life's about, right? Doing stuff, maybe, I don't know, playing golf with God, singing kumbaya. (laughs) 
The kingdom of God is a kingdom that takes dominion. That's why he's training us as overcomers. Because we're gonna have eternal life with him. We'll be resurrected. We will be like him. However these realms are, the heavenly realm, the earthly realm, the part that's combined or whatever, when Jesus comes back, we will be like the angels going to and fro. Do you see? We'll have access to those Jacob's ladders. Do you see? This is training. Go read Revelations. Read what Jesus gives to the saints that overcome. You tell me if that's singing kumbaya and playing golf in heaven. Yeah? So look, look, in the whole structure, everybody say structure. Here we go. Being joined together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. In him you also are being built together in a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. Leave that up there. Man, this says so much. So look at this. The blood of Jesus has brought us into the kingdom, right? We're forgiven, we're saved, we're justified. We were a sinner saved by grace, now we are a saint. Now we're an ambassador, we're a representative, we're a holy nation, we're a royal priesthood. These are all the things that God is restoring, so watch this. So he, he talks about this structure, look, all of us join together, family. When, you, when, we, when we take communion, all of us join together. Look, as a family, you're being built into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. So watch this. Here's the sacred space part. In other words, look, first of all, your sacred space. You got saved. See, this is, you ever thought about this? Okay. Hang with me. So much in the kingdom of God, in the in the cosmic you being made out of dirt from the earth has a whole lot more significance than you know the dirt the space from the earth do you see? Well, can't God just do and change everything? Think of it this way. God owns the earth, but through sin, when Adam fell, guess what? Satan took the title. So Jesus' mission was to get the title back, and come on, he won the victory. Watch this. Watch. So Jesus has the title, right? Who's the enforcer? Whatsoever you bind on earth will be bound here. Whatsoever you lose on earth will, will, will be loose in heaven. Look, look, Jesus, I'll build my church. The gates of hell won't be able to withstand it. Why did Jesus have to come in the flesh? Why did Jesus have to die in the earth? All of these things have great significance. That's why when Peter said, Jesus, you're the Christ. You're the Messiah. You're the son of the living God. What Jesus did not say was, Peter, you're right. So just say this prayer right now and repeat after me. So you can die and go to heaven and escape all of these bad things. And you can be forever with the angels, with their harps. Give me a break. And sing in the daisies. No, he said, you know what, Peter? God in heaven revealed this to you. 
He says, on this rock, he's standing in front of the gates of hell, on a rock, right where Satan's center point of his kingdom was that had taken dominion on the earth. He said, you know what? On this very rock, at, we're gonna, at Satan's center point, I'm gonna build my ecclesia, my kingdom. That's what the church is. And the gates of hell won't be able to withstand it. And he said, Peter, I'm gonna give, listen, the keys to the kingdom. So whatsoever, he starts talking about agreement. He starts talking about permitting, not permitting, all these different things. He says, whatsoever, these things, when you understand, watch, you have to have the key, you have to have the pattern, you have to have the construct. Because it's about God getting glory, not man getting glory. And the church in the coming age is going to be a church that has a passion for the glory of God. If you have a passion for God's glory, he's going to give us the keys. You know what Jesus was saying? Jesus was saying, I'm here and we're taking this whole thing back by force. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violent take it by force. Peter, now remember this. My kingdom is a heavenly kingdom. It's not a carnal kingdom. So don't be pulling out your sword and chopping off people's ears like you tried to do. Our weapons are carnal. They're mighty in God for what? You know what's stronger? Yes, it's a, it's a faulty belief system in your mind. Watch. A stronghold is a place, I'm gonna show you this, where those princes, those authorities, those rulers in the heavenly realms have taken dominion. Now watch this. They've taken dominion. I'm telling you, they have been unchecked. They have been unchallenged. For years. Why? Because you can't take down a kingdom with individuals. And a, a superior kingdom can take another kingdom down. And until we're family. That's why Joshua, they went in the promised land in covenant, together, all of them. Jesus appeared as who? The, the leader of the Lord's armies. Look, we're taking this thing. To Moses, he was the burning bush. They weren't in covenant. It was before he, he, he had even gotten over, obviously, to begin to engage Pharaoh. Church, God's house is a house of our heavenly father that demonstrates the kingdom. And once we begin to have that mindset that I'm here to demonstrate kingdom culture, expand the kingdom, take down strongholds. Do you see? Not from, not from physical, not from fighting. Come on, like we it's gonna be through prayer. It's gonna be through, through understanding what sacred space is. Your sacred space. I'm sacred space. When we come together, this is sacred space. The altar is sacred space. If there's anything that I learned in that encounter with Jesus, it was up there, there's a protocol. It's, 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 he's a king. 
You, you, you bow. I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about legalism or being weird or anything like that. But if Jesus says we're two or three are gathered there, I'm in the midst of them. Listen, when we show up, is, is Jesus here or not? Well, is, is a king here or not? Is your heavenly father here or not? Well, then if he's our father, where is his fear? Where is his honor? Where's he's he's other? He's his love is incomprehensible. What he's done for us, church, in these coming in the, the next twenty years for celebration. That's what all these buildings. We want to create a house that is designed not just about people coming in and out and hearing a good message, some good songs, and Jesus being some kind of cosmic life coach that can give you a fix until the next Sunday. We want this to be a sacred space where you encounter the living God, because that's how it's supposed to be. It, was that the last scripture on there? Go to Ephesians 3. I got 22 seconds. I need 13 scriptures. Watch this. Okay, well, look. Let's start at verse three. How the mystery was made known to me by revelation I have written, written briefly. When you read this, you can perceive my insight into the mystery of Christ. Keep going. Don't worry, I'm gonna get there and we're gonna close. I did not get into any of my message today. And it is so good. Because it is the word. You just wait. Wait till these things I'm gonna. I've been waiting to preach this. Look, okay, which was made known to the sons of men and other generations that has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit. This mystery is that the Gentiles, that's what we've been talking about, right? Gentiles are fellow heirs, members of the same body, partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel. Keep going. Of this gospel, I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace. This meant mobilization. Listen, I don't... Well, I, I got to get fixed. I got all these issues. Listen, listen, God, your manna is in the mission. God will heal you on the way. Don't let the devil try to disqualify you. You're qualified by the blood of Jesus. When you don't feel worthy, you know what? Just agree with your accuser. Say, you know what? I did sin. You know what? I did mess up. You know what? I'm not worthy, but worthy is the lamb that was slain and by his blood. Look, give me five more minutes. Just look. To me, though I'm very least of all the saints, this grace was given to preach the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and bring to light. Look, look, everybody, it's important. This is where we're headed. Bring to light to everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden for ages in God who created all things. 
so that through the church, look, the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known to who? The rulers and the authorities where? In the heavenly places. This was, uh, this was according to the eternal purpose that he realized in Christ Jesus our Lord in whom we have, look, boldness, access. I'm forgiven whether you like it or not, devil. Why do you think we have grace? He gave us grace for our humanity. Not so that we could be soft and, and not value the things of God in the sacred space. That's another message. Look, look, look. So I ask you not to lose heart over what I'm serving for you, which is, for you, for, uh, which is your glory. Look. The manifold wisdom got through the church that it might be known to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. In other words, this. <laughs> the enemy had no idea. He thought Jesus, and I even think, you know, this is complete speculation. You know how he allowed, we know if he would have known the whole plan, he would have never crucified the Lord of glory. The Bible says that. You know what I think? I think that he saw enough, he thought, okay, Jesus is gonna die for Israel. God's going to save Israel, get them out of here. And that's what we've been wanting all along anyway. And we still have the title. (laughs) And when Jesus descended to hell and put, dumped our sins, put sin back where it belonged, is that scapegoat? Do you know what he announced? Just in case you thought you guys were just going to be able to hang around or you thought anything changed with this, I want to assure you, not only is your doom sealed, but I'm going to go to all the geographical nations, all the Gentiles, all these other places and kingdoms where you help people. I'm not only going to save Israel, I'm going to save the people out of your kingdoms that you've had bound. I'm going to more Egypts. I'm going to more worldly places. And I'm going to take back by force the people of God that were made in his image. Man, so you know those scriptures like the gospel of peace. Have your feet prepared with the gospel of peace. God told Abraham, everywhere your foot goes, you can take. So now we're the temple of God. We're the Holy Spirit. We're the place. We're the sacred space, right? But we were made of dirt. So literally everywhere. So you have to have the legal connection. Everywhere I go, my dirt and sacred space sanctifies. Where no power or principality or devil or demon, he's got no right. What God was showing the enemy, they knew that only a kingdom could take down their kingdom. And when he birthed the church, he said, look now, look what I've done. Look at my wisdom. 
amongst them before I come back on the earth, the church is going to demonstrate and expand the kingdom of heaven to all the nations, all the Gentiles. I'm not just saving the Jews. I'm gonna save as many as I can. Okay, you gotta come back next week. Okay, that was the intro. It really was, it really was. You know, the I'll, I'll close with this. Did y'all give me more time? It's only 1027. Okay, so watch. You know the Father's house? You know our name, Celebration? Yeah. So that came from the story of the prodigal son. You know where he was lost? He comes back home to the Father's house. And what is it? It's a celebration because what was once lost is now found. That's how, that's why over 20 years ago, we called the church Celebration. It was, we're gonna be a house our Father's house, Heavenly Father, that demonstrates the righteousness, peace, and joy of the kingdom. It's a place where lost people will love to come home. That's what God did in the first stage of our church. You know, we're gonna keep that more than ever. We've had more decisions for Jesus, as I said, already three times more water baptisms than any other year in the history of our church. We're keeping that foundation of the lost coming home, but you know what? We're also going to bring more into that that's right there in that story. And that's this. The father and his house, when his son came home, do you notice what he put on that son? A rope. A ring that symbolized family and rulership and authority for inheritance. Even though he had already blown a bunch of it. <laughs> it's for the future. Sandals. Everywhere you go, I want people to know you're my son and even though you represented this pigsty culture for many, many years, now you're back in my house. It's a house of joy. It's a house of peace. And when you go, you're representing me now. That's why here's the robe. Here's the ring. Here's the sandals. You ever thought about it? You feel the fatty calf? There's a feast. We're going to come around the table, son. And we are going to strengthen our bonds as a covenant family. Because you coming home, we look at that as the ending. It was the beginning. What we want to add to the lost coming home now, we want to make sure they have their robe and their ring, come on, and their sandals so that they can represent the kingdom
so that when they go back to the pigsty area or they see others from the pigsty, yeah, people will see them and be like, whoa, is this, is this what your father's like? Is this what your, is, is this what his house is like? What, they, they throw a party over there? There's cel- their celebration over there? Th- do you see, watch. For the first 20 years, I've always said, we want to be a place where the lost will come home. 100% true, we will always do that. In the next 20 years, I also want to make sure that this house represents the Father. The Father is the special guest of honor, first and foremost. If you don't have the father in the house, when the lost sons and daughters come home, they're not gonna understand what his house, what his culture is really all about. Do you see? So Father, I thank you right now. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast. For more information about Celebration Church or to get in touch with us, please visit celebration.org.